Live Well Podcast, episode number 36. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I've been, we've been away a long, a long time. time. I feel like, really, yeah. It's like the beginning of January. Right. I feel bad um, about that because uh, I think our last podcast was actually on January 1st. I think so. I've been quite busy. Um, I've been a lot busier since late September last year because I joined the Chamber of Commerce and now this year early January, I joined a leads group. So it has been keeping me busy. My business is growing. I'm uh, seeing uh, and meeting with more clients. So I'm getting, uh, I'm building my client base. So that has all been really exciting. That's good. It just uh, makes uh, for a busier schedule. So I haven't been maintaining my website as much, um, nor have we been doing as much podcasting. No. (laughs) But (laughs) But anyway, um, we've missed it. Yeah, we have. And we... Like we said, we apologize, and we hope to get more episodes out there. Yeah, and the exciting news is my husband um, keeps track of the statistics, I guess, and we've got more listeners, so that was really exciting to hear about that. Yeah, So that our listener base is increasing, and um, so I definitely want to make sure that we keep putting episodes out there so that you guys have things to listen to. But since we've got more listeners, I just want to continue to encourage you guys that, you know, hey, if there's something that you want to hear or some topic that you want us to talk about, please um, contact us. We would uh, certainly uh, be happy to do that. We're flexible, so we're willing to talk about a lot of things on here. Yeah. So for today, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about two things that kind of go together. Uh, The first thing we're going to talk about are brushes, and then we're going to talk about mineral makeup. So first, the the brushes that we should absolutely have in our set. So we're going to talk about the five must-have brushes. Um, Makeup is all about application. Apply it well, and you can look natural, sophisticated, and radiant. If it's applied incorrectly, we've all seen what bad makeup looks like. Um, So what what can make the difference? Blending is what can make the difference. Blending takes you from uneven splotches of color to fine and soft shadows. And expert blending means having the right brushes. It is definitely worth it to invest in some good quality brushes. With good care, brushes can last a long time. It's also very important to keep your brushes clean. Uh, I recommend washing them with gentle shampoo, rinse well, and then lay them flat until they dry. And definitely while you're washing the brushes, you want to... uh, hold the brush with the bristles pointed down. So what I do is I put just a tiny amount of like a mild shampoo in my hand and I kind of swish, I get the brush wet and then I kind of swish it around in the soap and clean it that way. But you definitely want to keep the bristles pointed down. You don't want any of that water to drip down into the handle because that can affect the adhesive that holds the, uh, the bristles in. And the better the brushes are made, the less likely they are to spill hairs, poke you, or, um, well, the less likely they are to do those things, and then the more effectively they will apply your cosmetics. There are dozens of sizes and types, so here are the five essential brushes you should have. Uh, The first one is a round blush brush. Try saying that five times. (laughs) This is a nice full and round brush that you can use for your blush and bronzer. You want to pay attention to the feel of this brush when you choose it, as it'll be sweeping across the apples of your cheeks. Number two, a big powder brush. Whether you're trying to correct a shiny face or perfecting your flawless look, 
This classic powder brush is a must, and I like the big, the real big fluffy ones. You can use it for loose or pressed powder, and you can also use it uh, to bronze areas like your neck and your chest area. I um, I also think it's great for powdered mineral makeup too, which uh, we'll talk about soon. We're going to talk about the mineral makeup soon, but uh, I definitely use a big fluffy brush for my powdered mineral makeup. Number three is medium rounded eyeshadow brush. There are dozens of these sorts of eyeshadow brushes to choose from, but the one that you want is a good medium-sized rounded one. The rounded tip is a good choice for general purpose blending rather than a square tip, which would be more about creating angles. Yeah, and I think I was going to make a comment. With these uh, eyeshadow brushes, what I have found works best is you use the brush and you don't need a ton of eyeshadow on it. So you don't want to like really dip it a lot into the eyeshadow, just a little bit. And then um, so you kind of tap it off to get any of the excess And then you want to take the brush and kind of place it. So dab it on the eye first where you want it. Then sweep the brush over to blend it. Uh, Number four, a small eyeliner brush. So what would we do without eyeliner? (laughs) Right, Allie? (laughs) Yeah. It takes you from plain to bombshell. You want a small eyeliner brush for liquid eyeliner or a small angled brush for powdered lines. That's actually what I prefer to use. Um, I've used liquid eyeliner. Um, but it's I, really hard to use. Well, yeah, I you have to have is. a really steady hand for it, but I tend to like uh, a little bit more of that subtle look, so I'll either use an, an eyeliner pencil, or the other thing that I like to use is that angled brush uh, that I dip in eyeshadow. Sometimes I've got a really dark navy eyeshadow that I'll dip that brush in and just run it right along the the lash line edge on the top eye and it uh, gives a look of eyeliner um, but I like it I feel like I have a little more control over it I also use that um, angled brush to fill in sparse areas of my eyebrows because now that I've gotten older um, some areas I've overplucked a little a little bit too much and I guess we only have a certain number of hairs according to my esthetician they're done growing (laughs) Yeah, so I have a couple of spare, uh, you know, sparse spots, and then I use that angled brush to fill in with a little bit of um, brown eyeshadow. I find that that has a little bit more of a subtle look than the eye pencil, which can sometimes be a little bit harsh. Right. But anyway, moving on to brushes, right. number five, Allie. Uh, this one is called a brow brush. Uh, brows are important. While our, while our hair frames our faces, the brows frame our expressions and facial structure. A brow brush can give the arches a great lift. Use it to brush them upwards and out. Okay, uh, we the next thing we're going to talk about is mineral makeup, and it is one of the biggest trends in beauty, mineral makeup. It has a variety of benefits, like offering weightless coverage or adding a pretty pearlescent sheen that gives a beautifully airbrushed look. It's not for everybody, though. So we're going to talk about, um, you know, what the best complexions are for mineral makeup, the benefits, and then how to actually use the minerals. So what exactly are minerals? Minerals are made of ingredients from the earth, like zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, and mica, which are safe and gentle to use on most complexions. The majority of mineral makeups have fewer binders, dyes, fragrances, and preservatives, so they're often better for easily irritated or acne-prone skin. Powder form is the most popular, and they're available in both loose form and pressed. Who should wear minerals? If you're prone to breakouts, or you live in a humid climate, you're always at the gym, or you just hate feeling like you're wearing foundation, mineral makeup might be for you. 
Since most mineral makeup is non-comedogenic, which means it doesn't clog the pores, it's wonderful for skin that breaks out easily or for those who have rosacea and need a light formulation with good coverage. Minerals typically won't further irritate skin, and minerals will cover up any redness. Um, I definitely use the, the loose powder mineral makeup. I am one of those people that do not like to feel like I have a lot of heavy makeup on my face. And then I also have the rosacea, and I find that I get good coverage with the loose powder minerals. And it does help reduce the redness. redness. Um, so I really like it. But yeah, Allie? Yeah, too much makeup on the faces. It just doesn't look nice. <laughs> well, it's not comfortable. Right. It feels but like you're, you're going to tell trust. us that it's not necessarily for everyone. So Right. So who exactly should avoid mineral makeup? Women with a very dry complexion might want to steer clear, as mineral makeup has a tendency to settle into pores and lines. This can be avoided by using a primer before applying the minerals. Also, some mineral makeup contains mica, which can be irritating to a small percentage of people. If you, if you know that you have an ingredient sensitivity, always check the label and test the product on your arm before buying it. Finally, while there are a wide range of darker mineral shades available, it's somewhat common to hear complaints that for dark skin tones, shades are often too ashy looking. So, Yeah, I've heard that. And then just a, a quick plug for primer, because I think that's a must-have beauty product that every woman needs. Um, I do use the primer before I apply the mineral powder, because, um, as Allie said, um, for people with really dry skin, that it can sometimes settle in the lines. But the primer prevents that. The primer is a real um, smooth product that you put on before you put your makeup on. And it just helps fill in those fine lines. Um, it also helps to protect the makeup from turning colors when it mixes with um, our facial oil. So that primer blocks our facial oil from mixing with the makeup so your makeup stays truer to color. I think it lasts longer and it just gives a, a more flawless look to the makeup too. Okay, so can you use mineral makeup with non-mineral makeup? Absolutely. When you're mixing mineral makeup with non-mineral makeup, the trick is to be savvy about combining textures. So if you're going to be using like a cream or liquid blush or illuminizer, you want to apply that before you put on your mineral powder. Otherwise, you're going to get kind of a crepey, muddy look. And then, of course, powder eyeshadows, powder foundations, or blushes, those can always be combined with other powders, regardless of whether they have minerals in them or not. How do I use minerals? The most popular mineral method is the swirl tap buff process. Start with a fluffy brush, then apply a small amount of minerals into the cap of your jar. Swirl the brush around until a small amount of minerals are picked up. Gently tap off the excess, uh, excess and then buff the brush into your skin in, cir in circular motions. A common error is applying too much makeup on the brush, which results in a cakey look. Start small and then work your way up. You can always apply more. If you're using a liquid mineral product, you can apply as much as you would normally apply any liquid product, either with your fingers or with a disposable makeup sponge. Yeah, and uh, the other thing I'm going to make a comment is, again, about the clean brushes. Having clean brushes is going to give you a smoother, better application with your makeup. Um, so making sure to keep your brushes clean. I clean them once a week, and that really does make a difference with makeup application. Because if you think about it, after a while, especially because I use the primer every day, um, you know, you get other makeup and you get your facial oil on it and then the, the bristles start to get kind of oily and then the makeup doesn't apply the same. So clean brushes make a difference. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> yep. 
So I think that's a wrap. It's a wrap. We hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and we hope you'll join us for the next show. Our plan is to bring you simple tips that will allow you to live better. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on our podcast, please call us or email us. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at 312-957-7087 or email us at feedback at livewellpodcast.com. We might even use your question on our next show. You can also find us at livewellpodcast.com, our website. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you. Lord willing, we will be with you on our next show. Have a joyful, healthy week. Simple information to help you live well and bloom where you are.